0: Okay, here we go! Hey guys, welcome to episode 139 of CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Comic-Con with my fellow host, Big Tuck. What's a crack what is up? Hold on. I got to,
1: I thought we were on 138, but I'm wrong. Um, I, uh, I also have to say hello, cats and kittens, or should I say Golgari kings and queens?
0: Ooh.
1: Okay, so we're done with the accents, right? We're done with that. Yes. So, I am still seeing the row coach. She was go on on track to be Olympian athlete. We made out we made we did in fact make out in her parking lot yesterday, which is solid, in uh, her dog watch. But then also, uh, I know we're not doing the accent work anymore, so I have two things I wanted to say. One, can you recognize this accent from your favorite uh 1960s sitcom? Oh, Lucy, you burned
0: a hole in my shirt again because the iron was too hard. Ah! Are you trying to be rookie Ricardo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, That was bad. That's bad? That was bad. Um, It's more like, Lucy,
1: you burned another hole in my shirt! That's so good! (laughs) That's not fair. Okay, (laughs) so the other one was this. Um, I'm back. So... uh, Uh, road coach if you're listening turn it off I'm still on the dating websites and I like kind of use there's a few you know like those things that girls put up in their walls it's like the kitchens are for dancing or like live laugh love Yeah. yeah so on this there's this new voice prompts section right okay of like so this girl's mantra of life was life happened life is what happens between coffee and wine and i was like that is real dumb but she liked me so I'm like okay i'll like i'll i'll run this out so this is why I, I said do you know how your mantra is spoken in france was my response to her liking me right okay um and she said i do not please tell so are you ready for, this is legit word for word what i wrote okay. are you ready i'm ready <clears throat> oh ho, ho, mademoiselle but of course we say that la vie is what happens between z cigarette and z champagne and then in the distance accordion music in like brackets. Pretty okay. good, right?
0: It's, it's all right. What did she wait, say though?
1: Uh she said, ha ha, love it. I've heard from her since. So um
0: <laughs> Yeah. That, I, think, I, I, I think I think I think that should answer the, the quality. I mean, you, you had a good path. It's just, you know, maybe it could have been, oh, hard uh, life is what happens between uh, croissant and cigarettes. Something See, like I can't, so I, the best part of this is like your version of doing this
1: live is better than the one that I sat and like <laughs> meticulated and wrote myself. Like your accent work live. The best part, I, for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Combo and i know us for a long time. There was a run there where, where Mr. Combo lived in the trash city of Memphis. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We all have fond memories of that. Oh God. <laughs> okay. We're not going to tell all the stories of that weekend because they Absolutely don't shine. Not. Yeah. So we're going to pass on right past this. But the best part was, we're hungover, and um, Mr. Combo took us to what Memphis is best known for—a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it was like an all-you-can-eat. And then this is back when I was still like a like a pack-a-week smoker, so I remember just sitting outside, just feeling like a pile of garbage in a in a pail, <laughs> and just smoking a cigarette. And then all of a sudden, you hear like like footsteps behind me. I turn. And Mr. Combo's standing there with his shades on, like full chesty. He just goes. <sighs> Vie, and then walks to his car no other questions asked. it was absolutely incredible so
0: i, I wish the- i remembered that <laughs> absolutely I, do not look,
1: i think it's i think it's probably for the better that we don't remember that week
0: <laughs> oh that's fair
1: yeah but anyways i i'm doing great as you can imagine how are you doing it's a it's a it's an off night recording which i respect you
0: doing i know this is all for you so yeah, no, it, it's all good. Um, and honestly, it's not too bad because, uh, you know, unfortunately, collective, we had some scheduling conflicts, so you may or may not be getting multi. Uh, where in the multiverse Fibble Fibblefip? Last or this most recent Wednesday, it might be coming out sometime this weekend. Uh, oh. but so I'm a little, you know, I'm I'm not super tired from like recording last night. I'm just like mentally drained, and at one point, like today, a super busy day, but I'm looking around. And I just got this feeling, like, I saw just, like, piles of just junk that it's just like, you know, we're not a pack rat, but it's just like, we're very untidy. And I just saw this, and I just got this feeling inside of just like, you know what? F this. I need to freaking... Get all of this out. Get it out. I almost kind of went into like this manic phase. Like Like I got a bunch of crap. Yeah, yeah, I got a bunch of crap out of my office. I finally like took the time and deconstructed our partner non partner decks to put them into the other thirty decks I had to deconstruct (laughs) to make that monstrosity. Uh, Did it with the (laughs) the one I built for my uh, cube. Deconstructed that. Put everything back and it's like deals. So it's just like I did all of these things, which felt good. It was just like I'm so tired but i i know i couldn't go to sleep right now which is the it's your t- is your table thing. cleared
1: off your your downstairs table that you're on
0: uh i mean i got like the normal of magic course stuff yeah down here yeah. but yeah no pretty much no cards i mean i just got these uh basics from my uh uh cube deck that i built that i need to unsleeve but yeah no i mean pretty much everything's cleared off of here i need to do a little bit over to my right side and quite a bit on the left but (laughs) it's a little difficult because i got a freaking large screen tv sitting on my couch you still have that down in the basement yeah well i don't what what am i supposed to do with it (laughs) i thought you were hold on i thought you were moving that outside well, so I talked with the Godfather because he just moved into a place. Um, oh, I actually sure. need to offer because I just thought of this. I was like, maybe I just give him the outside TV and I move this one there because that outside TV is probably a decade old.
1: And, like, that's one, I, and
0: that's the one in the in the box, right? Yep. In that container? Okay, cool. Yep. So no one can ever say what's in the box because it's like, oh, it's an LG TV. What's in uh, the box? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was thinking about just giving him that one because I could probably only get $100 for it. And for that, I just let him have it. Um, and maybe I'll move that one out there. So it, that actually is a thought that's kind of come up here in the last day or so. I just got to make sure it'll fit because this TV is bigger than that one. So
1: he did also send me a picture of that rug that you guys got. It is. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's a hot rug, dude. That's a hot, well, uh,
0: Collective pink Persian rug. Sick. Did you get,
1: also, no offense.
0: Fa- that pool table also looked amazing. Did you, did I that know. work out? Did that work out or no? Uh, should you be, know, the Godfather mean? it's, yeah. uh, Whatever the wind blows the right way. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair points. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, something that really helps out our channel is if you could support us via our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmd tower, four different tiers, lots of different things that we get you guys interacted with, with our channel, plus, uh, depending on the tier, you might actually get swag from us, um, so definitely appreciate it, even if you just do the dollar or five dollar tier, that seriously goes a long way, uh, patreon.com slash cmd tower, and... A great thing is once you join, if you have some friends that you want to refer, we do have a referral program. So anytime you have someone join, you just have them shoot us a message and uh, we'll hook you up with some free swag. You just gotta hit us up and let us know, because let's be honest, Patreon isn't that sophisticated. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) granted, 90% of you jerks out there, don't even look at your Patreon. I'm posting messages, sending you stuff. (laughs) I don't get responses six months later. Oh, sorry Mr. Combo. I didn't check my Patreon. USOB. And yes, (laughs) I'm still acting like we're on video, even though I know we're not just yeah, to show them. It's, it's for us, right? Like it's there's, yeah. there's still there's it's a theatric thing, right? Like I'm here yeah. for it. There you go. Um now we do have a great store uh possibly if you have issues message us cuz the site's under attack right now. Uh not by Russia, but possibly by cmbauer.com. BAM! BAM! bam. Uh, but cmdtower.com slash merch. We have foil play mats. We have metal tokens. We have coins on there. whole bunch of stuff that could really help accentuate your uh, playgroup and your playstyle. So definitely hit it up. cmdtower.com slash merch. And we do have a new partnership with abyssproxyshop.com code CMD Tower for 10% off your order. It is combo with all the other discounts they have, and it's kind of cool. You guys are hearing this a week later, so maybe it'll be live now. But he actually hit me up on uh, IG this morning and said, hey, I want to do a giveaway with you guys. You know, just let me know what you would like. And I was like, oh, that's freaking sweet. So yeah, Tuck, you and I, we're going to have to put our heads together and figure out, you know, like three, four cards in arts that we think would be really, really cool. I kind of, kind of thought Since they are coming out with secret layers, Lord of the Rings. What if we did Lord of the Rings based off of actual cards that people have printed, not fictitious nonsense that doesn't exist, or even the Warhammer forty thousand or whatever? Yeah, that might be kind of cool. That sounds yeah,
1: that sounds pretty okay. Yeah, I got. I'm thinking already. I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, that's 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 absolutely attainable. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, guys, and of course, if you guys can't help us out through our partnerships, our Patreon, or even our merchandise website, just share the content you're watching. Uh, You know, whether it be on Twitch when we do our twice a month streams, the content that we put out twice a week from an audio perspective because literally every little bit of interaction from you, the collective, does help. So Brews and Builds is our deck tech series. Since we conquered the path to 32, tackled tons of EDH themes, we are going to be discussing, or rather, theory crafting a new deck that doesn't even exist yet. Each month will consist of new decks, and we correlate how these decks are constructed, similar to how beer is brewed. So we broke it down to four different categories. The first is, how do you ramp and set up your board state for the game? We're going to call that Grains.
1: And grains are the foundation of any beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually in about a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer. Decks always use ways to grow, stabilize, and rampage bigger threats. And just like a grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards.
0: How does your board interact with all of your opponents? We call that
1: hops. And hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. growing grown in a variety of strands and help sing with subcategories like IPAs. Our hop choices help clear interact with the board so your deck can ultimately do what it
0: wants. How does the deck close out, win the game, or in this deck's case, make your opponents concede? We call that yeast. Oh, no, no, no,
1: my friend mon frere. Oh, no, 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 mon frere. We are going to end this game with a combo. Yeast are microorganisms. Yeah. That, yes, eat the sugar from the grain, poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds to the alcohol content and the carbonation. Without the yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water, and without yeast cards, your
0: deck would meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then we do have a fun area where you can put in your pet cards, kind of weird synergies into the deck that are just kind of fun. We correlate that to spice.
1: Not every beer has them. And certainly this Miller Light Tallboy, one of two I'll be drinking on the podcast, (laughs) uh, has them. But spices or additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns us out in jalapeno sour or the addition of nothing that turns us into a Miller Light. Not every deck has something that makes it pop. uh, But if this does, this is where we're talking about it. I feel like I'm really channeling Squee McGee here with my light beer and a giant
0: can. Jeez, it feels good. Does it? Because usually I feel like you do a little bit better quality beer, but that's a discussion for another day. Listen, without, I I have one more thing before
1: before
0: any further ado. I was drinking high
1: quality beers and a Red Robin by myself while my car was getting (laughs) repaired in the suburbs that didn't have a wi-fi that's what my day has been like
0: (laughs) moving right along so without further ado let's get brewing today we are theory crafting guys for myself mr Kama number five because i need a new Golgari deck so here we're here talking savra queen of the solitaire uh or queen of the Tuck, why don't you read off the attributes of this card and then i'll kind of talk about why i chose this for a theory craft
1: Absolutely. So, Sabra, Queen of the Golgari, two colorless, uh black and a green for legendary creature, Elf Shaman. Whenever you sacrifice a black creature, you may pay two life. If you do, each other player sacrifices a creature, and then whenever you sacrifice a green creature, you may gain two life. Around $3, it's gotten two printings, uh, one of which is the sexy one with the Guilds of Ravnica uh, guild kit
0: moniker on it. Nice. So... The reason I thought about this deck is Tuck and I last week, I uh, don't know if we actually did it on cast or pre-post, but we talked about my Golgari deck that was Hogak that did transform oh. into <laughs> Pelucranos, and uh, the jab was just kind of like, uh, are you ever going to play it? Because I think it had been like a year since I had legitimately yeah. played that deck. Um, so I did bust it out this last uh, weekend. Wait, no um, way. It- you did? Yep, I forced myself to play it. Uh, I mean, I didn't win the game, but it was, it was fine. I mean, it was just whatever. Um, so I was looking at the Golgari Commanders, and I saw a Savra. And I started thinking, how much fun would it be for me to play Solitaire? You know, who cares yeah. what my opponents are doing? I'm sitting here, this weird control shell. I just want to get to my win. But everyone hates that. Nobody likes being at a pod where someone's just playing with themselves. Uh, a, it's uncomfortable because that's a little, uh, you should probably do that in the bathroom, but B, they also <laughs> get bored. So I thought about it. Well, what if every time, like, what does Golgari do to get value? It's usually sacrificing right. creatures Absolutely. Uh, for mana to produce more creatures to ramp. I mean, there's a litany of things. How cool would it be, as I'm playing Solitaire, sacking my resources to gain more resources, just accidentally, all of my opponents just get screwed uh, and have to sacrifice all their creatures? I think this is going to be a lot of fun for me, (laughs) and I think it'll be fun for anyone who plays the deck, because I feel like this will be a very fun deck to play. I could imagine it'll suck for my opponents to play against.
1: So uh, back when I was living back in the Optiver Legends day of Tice and the rest of the crew, we had a guy Mm. named John Coltrane drink. Uh, He had a deck like this, and I had so many picks from this, but it was like four years ago. It's brutal. It really is. And the funny part was, I was like, I think I know how this deck wants to work, and I especially know what sort of direction I want to go into, and I was watching videos onto it just like just when i was like doing work and like the day was like a big day of testing which doesn't require a lot of thought right so it's just, you're doing the same thing over and over sure. and over again so i just had these videos on and like the comments were always like oh underpowered oh Savers underpowered oh well you it, like it, it sucks because you should be playing Marin or jared or oh, okay. one of the other like i guess but maybe these people never played against this but when we played against john's deck it was brutal right yeah. like it's kind of the same boat of um, the one we we're talking about. Toshiro, though, you, mm. it, it really penal. It really this deck penalizes you for playing creatures, right? Which I think is fine, but I think because the life gain aspect is in and on it too, you end up on top every single time, right? So the way the, the way that I the way that he brewed it is this is like the we're not talking about sacrificing only black or only green, both. If we can yes. find ways to generate both of these things and get those on the battlefield, it's crippling, right? Sure. Okay, great. You kill my commander. Well, I'm already up 30 life. So what yeah. do to do? Attack me now, and I'm just going to kill your commander next turn. Uh, this, this is definitely, and this is what actually surprised me a little bit, was this is like your kind of commander through and through. Value mm-hmm. train, your opponents. You, you don't have to do a whole lot on response, right? Like you don't have to hold up mana. You have your outlets and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I th- I think I feel like you yourself will have more fun
0: playing Savra than you will maybe any other Golgari commander that I can think of. Possibly, and I mean I just doing a quick Google because here's the cool thing. Probably when John built it, a lot of this didn't, was didn't exist. Now right, it does. Yeah. Green black pests are everywhere. Sacrifice one of those. I'm, you gonna, get I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop you
1: right there. I'm gonna stop you right there because. That's all I have to say. We're, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. But- so
0: I'm I'm personally not talking about any of them. I'm not going to name any cards, but there are a good handful, sure. maybe close to ten cards that are in Golgari that make these green black pests. And Tuck, you're absolutely right. It's how can we double up the value if possible? Yeah. Um. There's some other cute things. I doubt you're talking about this, but like Painter Servant could be a very absolutely cute perfect. way. Uh, to kind of like, you know, you can even go with the direction of, you know what? My deck's going to make all green tokens, put Painter Servant in there. He's the secret commander. Now everything can be black if I needed to on a exactly. flip of a stick. So I think there's just a lot of fun that you can go with this deck. Now, here's where I'm worried because I am going to brew this. I am going to do it because I, I think have most of the shell probably around. Absolutely, yeah. And it'll be a lot like the partner non-partner where maybe it's 50 bucks and that gets the rest of the deck flushed out. Yep. I'm worried though that this deck could go into too many directions and it turns into a Loro where it's I'm trying to sack stuff for mana. Oh. And also I need sack engines to make tokens. And I also need sack engines to make you sack stuff. So it's double sack. I just think I'm gonna have to figure out by the end of this episode what's maybe the two paths I want to go for sacrifice. Because you sure. can't get too thin, because if you get too many of those, you start to lose the things that make the creature, so you actually can sacrifice.
1: Right, yeah. You slam in every single thing that says sacrifice a creature, and then you're like, "Well, I have I seven have creatures. things. I have seven things on board. I guess I sacrifice my commander and hope I can recast her." Right? Yeah. So exactly. I, I did. I did take a peek on EDH rec, right? And I got. I was very surprised by this. Four hundred seventy three decks. Period. Yep. Very low. Um, and if we look at the breakdown, the average type distribution: thirty three creatures. Yeah. Okay. May maybe maybe thirty six lands. One planeswalker, which I'll be talking about. I think this could be a very planeswalker heavy deck. Eight enchantments, six artifacts, nine sorceries, eight in- or six instants. What yep. do you think about that from like a, a deck breakdown pr-
0: perspective? So I think for not offending anyone, a more novice deck builder, I do think you would go thirty plus creatures. I yeah. But I think if you're actually looking at this through uh, some kind of experienced eyes, you realize you could probably go closer to 20 creatures, and it's just they are creating all of these tokens for you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a big thing that people may misread, because now, I mean, this card was printed back in what, like... 2005? (laughs) Wait, really? Oh my god, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So like, Back in there, like, people are probably like, oh, pro- I should shy away from the non-token side of things, right? Like, "Or I should put more non-token sacrifice in here. It's like, no, I've, I argued the complete opposite, right? Like, yeah. we are sacrificing tokens because she doesn't care about it. Um, yep. and, and the other thing I want to, the last thing I want to say about how people are saying she's not, she's not strong, she's not whatever, it's a four-drop commander in
0: Golgari. Like, yeah. that's
1: not an impediment, right? Even if she dies four times, you're going to be able to get, bring her out and, bring, and win the game off. It.
0: Yeah, the only thing I could see from a 2022 argument, almost 20 years ago, this card was designed. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, God, that makes you feel old. <laughs> um, so here's here's the only thing I would say. If this was printed and designed today, I would hope it would at least be a 3-3 or a 3-4. Oh, the 2-2 yeah, does kind of suck. Yeah. Um, that's that shock range, which I think that sees more play than Lightning Bolt. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the only thing I, I wish it had more of a butt, even if it was a two four, I'd be cool with that because I do worry yeah. about just her dying. Yeah, agreed. great point. All right. well, let's get into this deck. I'm gonna start off with the grain section and tuck, I think I'm gonna shock you a little bit. So uh, you and I have talked about uh just now that we need a lot of token producers. Sure. This particular legendary creature, doesn't care what tokens get created, it's gonna bring some squirrels along oh, to the party. Yes, yes,
1: slam dunk. Shatterfang
0: <laughs> Squirrel General, slam dunk. Slam, two yeah, colorless, slam dunk. green, legendary creature, squirrel warrior, mythic. It's a 3 3 with forest walk. Great. I can actually play that stupid everything's a forest card that everyone oh, seems yeah, to the, nut uh, over. Yadamaya,
1: uh, XYZ, yeah, Cradle yeah, yeah. of
0: Growth or whatever. Um, But here's what I like about this, guys, on all effects. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, those tokens plus, 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 because that's what I misread for the Najila deck,
1: that uh many
0: 1-1 green squirrel creature tokens are created instead. So that's awesome. Basically, if I make 10 treasures, because 10 things died, I make 10 squirrels to go along with those treasures. But here's the other sweet thing about this. Black sacrifice x squirrels target creature gets plus x minus x until end of turn so literally one black sacrifice every freaking squirrel i have gained two life times how many squirrels i had plus i just killed whatever your deal was with the minus X.
1: <laughs> we, I, I was like i was playing with the group here and i was like you know what i'm busting out parash it's the last time i played parash it's been de- deconstructed and i knew i knew one of the guys uh chris the caveman was playing this and I didn't even, I just like, I was like, all right, I'm going, com- I'm coming in for the boat, right? 13 Parash to knock him out. He was like, all right, well, cool. I'm going to tap your Borg and I'm going to sacrifice my board. And I'm just going to kill your commander. I was like, there's a- there's more text on that card. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and the big reason guys, I want this for the grain. This is a great modal card. It's a big thing that we're mm-hmm. hot on. I think this deck starting out needs to rapidly accelerate the tokens because i feel yep. like once you get savra on the battlefield you want to impact some way somehow even if it is just sacrificing like two creatures you need stuff to start sacrificing and get the chain going
1: Ab- absolutely yeah Sla- slam dunk no questions asked uh five bucks worth it worth yeah. it
0: in canso worth it anywhere else well tuck give us your first grain card
1: so this this one is this new. I, I've been I'm building a new Jun deck. I know, shocker, everyone can believe it. So I'm I'm playing the new Haste Boy, right? The Haste the Haste mm. uh, Treasure guy. And there's a new card that came out that I think in this deck is going to do a lot of work for it. So that one is called Tenacious Underdog. So a colorless and a black for a creature Human Warrior. It also has Blitz, two colorless uh, black black pay to life. If you cast this for a small for its blitz cost, it gains haste. When it dies, draw a card. Sacrifice at the beginning, of the next end step. But the thing that I think really, so okay, fine, whatever, just blitz it out, cool. The big thing is this: you may cast Tenacious Underdog from your graveyard using its bliss ability, right? And I think the big thing with Savra that people don't, that people may shy away from is like they lean too heavy on the black part of it, right? And they're like, okay, whatever, incidental life gain, what's mm-hmm. it matter, right? But you're sacking all these green creatures, you're gaining this life. And now Tenacious Underdog turns into two black, black, net zero. You get a 3-2 draw card out of your graveyard
0: that can go no. into the... Yeah, because, yeah. That's- no, no, you don't net zero. You net negative four life. Well, you lo- you lose two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? But I'm saying with your squirrels... Oh, okay. Sorry, else. I thought like, you were talking about in a vacuum, tenacious underdog. In a vacuum, no, you lose four life lose to do the life, Blitz sack,
1: draw yeah. card, sacrifice, and also sacrifice someone else. Yeah. But to your point, that's what I was saying. Like people just see this as like a a Guguri sacrifice deck, and they don't they forget mm. about the gain life part of it. Right. Gotcha. So for me, like this card, is just something that's consistent. In drawing cards, always triggering that black uh, ability of Sabra, and you can just keep doing it from your graveyard over and over and over again.
0: And it's like a buck fifty. This is going to be fifty cents in a week. I like it. Um, I like the fact that there's no other condition to do the blitz ability. And it's not even like uh, if it went to the graveyard with its blitz ability, exile it instead or something Absolutely. like that. So it's just like, even if you got nothing to do, uh, I guess I could pay for life and four mana, make everyone sacrifice something, and maybe I get three damage in, but I also get to draw a card. Like that's kind of cool. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, it's the a- next one, we're going to go super quick, because it's very no. boring. Uh, Phyrexian altar, Ashdon altar. You have to have okay. both of them in here. Uh, they're both three colorless guys. They both state sacrifice a creature at instant speed. Phyrexian gives me a color of any mana I need. Ashton is too colorless. This is kind of what I was talking about with, I want to be playing solitaire, sacrificing stuff to get additional mana and value like you normally use these cards. But I'm also getting that. Well, I'll go ahead and pay an extra two life, or maybe I gain two life, or I get to do both. So you have to have this in a Savra build. The only thing I do want to ask, though, Tuck, do you think you need Alter of Dementia just to have it? I was I was literally just going to ask you the same question. I will be talking about Ashalt's Alter later.
1: Um, I, in my opinion, you have to right, and I think the the reason is this is like it's not creature dying deck. It's not creature going to the graveyard deck. It is sacrifice, right? We have to have all these abilities. And if you build up this squall army from your Chatterfang, some at some point, right? I think astronauts, I think the alters, the P's and A's, if you will, right? I think they're really good like at certain points of the game, but eventually they kind of don't do anything, right? If you don't have any cards mm. in hand, you're kind of stymied, right? Sure, I sure. can generate 80 mana, but then I just recast my commander, I guess however many times sure so i think i think having the dimension there is also kind of a must-have right you th- that's the way you can push the game forward getting milled getting stuff out of people's uh libraries that's how i feel about this if you're going to run this deck you have to have all kind of all three of them
0: see i almost kind of look at it opposite like, the only reason I would put it in the deck is if I was trying to mill myself, and then I was doing graveyard shenanigans, like Golgari usually does. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I've seen people do the... Now, granted, we're not putting it in here for the mill aspect. It's more for the board control aspect. But I, I think there does come a point, though, to where it's like, well, we don't have any creatures, so, like, what good does that do? And it's like, do I really, really? want to, like, sacrifice my board to make one person mill 10? I, I don't know, um, so I've actually had dementia backfire on me when I have super low power stuff. Really? Which, yeah, because it's like, okay, you got fifty cards in your deck. What's what, what eight is this gonna do? do? Yeah. yeah, hey, Mister, hey, ha- Mister Combo, I had- have you ever have you ever had this card backfire on you? <laughs> I, can't, I, mean, I, I have because it's in my Shirai deck, <laughs> and that's where it has backfired. Really? They're, they're just not they're not strong enough to matter. It's all one or less, and it's based off of power. So, interesting.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, but
0: I'm I'm glad to hear that point. I mean, once again, we're theory crafting here, so no idea is a bad idea unless it breaks yeah. the color pie. Big Tuck, what's your next card? All right, so this is another new
1: one. I believe this is fresh off the presses. But to your point with the Chatterfang, I think tokens are going to be big in this, right? Of any varietal, right? It doesn't matter if they're uh, as I call them the TCFs, which is the Treasure clue, Clues Foods. <laughs> or otherwise we're doing that that's 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 a new bit tcfs baby
0: you know what you remind me of right now someone that I, you don't I, like uh it it was a you remind me of kevin in the office like remember i don't oh. know did you ever watch the office is it is it is this the is this the uh is this the like,
1: he, can, he shortens speak, everything me, down me speak less that, save time um, yeah. yeah save time <laughs> but anyways tokens are going to be big in this deck right yeah regardless tcfs or otherwise so i think killer service is going to do a whole lot of good here so two colors in the green fresh off the princes of new caperna as i've been it's called it's an enchantment it's when, it enters, the battlefield. when I, whenever, whenever it enters the battlefield create a number of food tokens equal to the number of opponents you have their foods you gain life whatever but more importantly at the beginning of your end step you may pay two and sacrifice a token Oh. If you do, create a 4-4 green Rhino creature token, right? So we already have Ashnault's altar in here, right? We're already mm-hmm. doing the token thing. I feel with this card, you're just getting value once a turn, right? I-, I wish it was at the beginning of every end step. But for me, you're you're getting your gain life thing. You're getting your token sacrifice. You're getting a way to generate something at the end of your turn. Even if when someone blows up your Ashnaults and Frexians and the rest of the world, you still have this card that's going to be able to generate you another token that you can block with
0: and then eventually sacrifice for more shenanigans. And I love it that he has a knife taped to the bottom of his serving platter. What a gangster. killer service. Yeah. I mean, 30 cents. I don't know why I wouldn't try it at least. Um, Hooray. I mean, this this even seems like something I should consider in my gear deck, to be honest.
1: I so because
0: I, I could convert some of my crappy one one and two two tokens into a four four at rhino at least right
1: absolutely and we all know that you like the tribal part of it and I think like I don't know I I think if you're going the chatterfang route you're now when it enters the battlefield you get even more squirrels and foods right like I think there's a lot of synergy in that like I said the TCF mm-hmm. build
0: so yeah so, something well, to think about and my next card is going to compound on a lot of the stuff even better. So, this is another one. I have it in my grains because it's establishing my token board state. Got to bring out the girl, collar Giza. Oh. Three black, 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 legendary creature, human wizard. Uh, she you can get her for two bucks. Not bad. Yep. Not uh, not at all. Three, four, black, tap, sacrifice another creature. Create X, two, two, black zombie creature tokens where X is a sacrifice creature's power. So, I look at this like the worst case. As I use Color Geese to sacrifice the 2-2 zombie creature token to then make sure. two, two, two black zombie creature tokens. So it's, it's always going to give me exponentially plus one on the same black zombie tokens. But, hey, if it's a 4-4 four, four Rhino, now I get four two, two black zombies. I mean, it, it just can compound so nice that I create a bunch of tokens, and at the same time, it's a probably going to be a black zombie that I'm sacrificing. Pay right. two life, now everyone has to sacrifice. I mean, for two life, a black gain two 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 tokens and everyone else loses a creature that's really good it's bonkers yeah i I like this idea that you're
1: building in as well where it's like even though they're like you're do you feel hmm, how can i word this sorry sacrifice is so critical to this that a card like this may not make the cut in a normal golgari reanimator deck but here because it's because it's sacrifice it's so much more powerful right yep and in this card, even if you get like bigger creatures, you can still run away the game with it with just her, mm-hmm. right? Like doing it over and over
0: again. I'm yeah. Slam dunk. No questions asked. Oh, Tuck. Just imagine if we had blue, we could put an intruder alarm. <laughs> I, I was real. I was
1: trying to. Do, okay. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I was trying to do this intruder alarm. I was trying to figure out some way to do something similar, but I couldn't figure it out. Well, what's your <laughs> last green card? We've talked about this one before. I think this card is just a. If you're playing a sacrifice deck, if you're playing a haste deck, I think this card is worth its weight in gold. Nether Trader. So double black for a creature spirit. It has haste and shadow, meaning it can be blocked. It can be blocked or blocked. It can be it can block or be blocked by other creatures with a shadow. Whenever another creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay black if you do return Nether Trader from your graveyard to the battlefield. If this card said whenever another non-token creature dies or is put into your graveyard or whatever, Unplayable. not as hot, right? Yeah. But for me, it's like we have already talked about this token strategy that we're going to be doing. The fact that now, even if we are running out of tokens, we always have this thing waiting in the wings to come back in. And you you agree that Savra's stronger ability is the black part of it, right? Like oh, the yeah, sacrifice sure. part of it. It's way stronger. So the fact that we can do this pretty consistently over and over and over again with never nether trader, maybe a couple times in the same turn, sacrifice it, pay two, uh, sacrifice another token, pay black, go there. Um, with with Ghoul Color Geezer, you sacrifice your zombie, you bring him out, he's ready, he's ready to go. I think Nether Trader is just so strong in these
0: decks because he's so easily recurrable. So I guess my question to you is Nether Trader better than reassembling skeleton? Because reassembling, you can just do it on its own. You don't need any other condition. I I think so. And, sorry, the other part, reassembling Skeleton can block whatever I want. Nether Trader will never be able to block. True. So I can't even throw it in front of something.
1: Fair point. I think, re- I mean, obviously, reassembling Skeleton is going to be in here as well. Yeah. I just think that this this deck is not... It's not sitting around and waiting, right? Like, okay. we're sacrificing stuff. We're doing things. So for me, this is like, I think Nether Trader and Reassembling Skeleton fill the same gap in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Reassembling Skeleton is good if you don't have any creatures on board. But if you don't have any creatures on board, then, like, are you doing what the deck's doing? Mr. Combo is about to say something that's profound.
0: Can I go infinite with this? and I, I think and Alter, so. Because, okay, so I sacrifice this. There's something I'm sure that says whenever you sacrifice a non-token creature, make a token or something like that. You make the token, you sacrifice it, float another black, nether trader. You use the initial black to bring it back. Now you're always netting one black. I think so. I think so. <laughs> uh, hold on. In in my notes, caps bold Jumbo. Combo. <laughs> Wow. Huh. I told you I br-
1: I brought the heat on this. I brought the heat on this deck. I'm not going to lie to
0: you. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to have to go change my underwear, but let's leave the grain section and head over to the hot profile. Big tuck while I get the stinkies out. What did you pick? Best card in the
1: deck. No questions asked. We've talked about this cycle before about how some of them are much better than others.
0: Oh, shielded. No, wait. Is that? Oh. Right? No, no. No, no, Uh, no. no. uh, uh, You were talking about, like, we talked about, like, some are better than others. Like, how you and I are both not hot on uh, the mono-red Phyrexian. I thought thought you were talking about the Phyrexian cycle. No, no, no. We're talking about the Liege cycle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Chaboy, Creekwood Liege is the best card in the deck. Colorless, triple, Golgari hybrid creature horror other black creatures you control get plus one plus one other green creatures you control get plus one plus one at the beginning of your upkeep you may create a one one black and green worm creature token it's eight dollars it gets your it gets saver outside of lightning bolt range and pyroclasm right because she gets gets her to four this is not the first time we're talking about these black and green creature tokens you get one for free every turn When I saw this played, this guy played this the turn after Sabra and just had the, or no, he played the turn before and then just had the game on lockdown. Wow. He can sacrifice sacrifice the token comes out, gains a a life, sacrifices it to no end, and just keep
0: going. It's so bonkers. It's insanely strong in this thing. I wish this costs three more mana and said each upkeep. Each upkeep. I would be willing to pay seven mana to get each upkeep. Each upkeep, right? That's really it's, good, man. That's strong.
1: It's, it's bonkers. I got these. These three. I got the hops are solid.
0: But I will say the one drawback of this guy is the same drawback that Savra has. He's still only a two-two. Yeah, fair point. So right, he, doesn't, you know, it, he doesn't get it, It's kind of like the Indomitable Archangel, where if you control three or more artifacts, uh, your artifacts you control have Shroud, but she ah, herself right. does not. Doesn't have so, the IAM. Yeah, so it's like you have to try to protect. Like, I actually did this when we played last week, something Duffman mentioned. Like, I missed 40 life to dash, so I'll, I'll give a mini one. Is I had Indomitable Archangel all the artifacts I needed to give all my artifacts Shroud, and then put Lightning Greaves on her to give her Shroud. But my Lightning Greaves also had Shroud. So it was like Shroud, 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 Shroud. Everything was covered. <laughs> so the only way they could do it was a board wipe. So it's like you have to kind of find like weird things. So I do think in this deck, and I've been cutting it, I'm probably going to have to put Swiftfoot and Lightning Greaves in here. Because I probably need ways to protect things like Creekwood Liege and sure, Savra yeah. um, when they can't really protect themselves. Absolutely. All right, what, All do you right. Got, what do you got for me in the hops? Oh, Okay. We are talking. Okay, so this card, um, the reason I like it is because it does do a little bit of graveyard recursion. And also, so I'm looking at this as like a modal card. I have it in hops because I have it in here specifically because I can sacrifice any number of creatures I want. But it's modal because also it could be a grain or a yeast because it's also going to pull from the graveyard. So we are talking for a cool 20 cents champion of stray souls. Four colorless Black Black Creature Skeleton Warrior. Uh It's a 4-4, four, four, and it first came oh. out in Born of Gods, I believe. Three colorless Black Black Tap. Sacrifice X other creatures. Return X target creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. <laughs> and for five colorless Black Black, I could bring Champion of Stray Souls from uh my graveyard to the top of my library what do you think Blowout.
1: out uh i opened this as a mythic when i was living in china Drink. super disappointed <laughs>
0: yeah i was like this sucks
1: uh <laughs> the, yeah <sighs>
0: and some people might argue the seven is like really expensive for another activated ability but guys he costs six to get out so it's only one more mana to bring it back so from cares? the graveyard yeah who cares Who cares right like uh, like i think the yeah And another thing, Tuck, there's no condition to it. That's the other thing I like about this. Like, as further we can get to where it's just like, once again, I'm solitaire. I only care about what happens in my cardboard rectangle area. That's all I want. Like, who cares what you guys are doing?
1: Well, and the best part is like, okay, yeah, it takes. So you sacrifice this early game or you just discard it, right? Someone plays, uh, like we talked about last week, um, the card where uh, Siphon Mine, right? Like, I'm going cool. (laughs) I'm going to bury this one, right? And I guarantee people are going to say, "I cost seven, whatever." Like uh, this, uh, worry about times, it later. More worry, like whatever. Yep. Right, and then late game. Because correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this is a like mid to late game win deck, right? <laughs> like we are controlling the board the entire game, and then eventually everyone's going to run out
0: of resources, and you're still going to have your shit to do. I think. I think the optimal build, so if we want to call S tier, you're actually winning in the mid game. Because with Uh all the sacrifice, there's all like the, don't want to spoil them, but there's a lot of pingers that just constantly ping over and over and over. So I see this as a deck that I at S tier, it should be winning by like turn six, seven. Uh, But I think the level that I'll build, it'll probably be A tier. So this will probably be like a 10 turn or less deck. Ah, yeah, so
1: like but same point, right, where it's like, okay, fine, whatever i'm gonna I'm gonna discard champion stray Souls, turn one or two, and then sure. when I when I'm able to play it at the end of your turn, this is gonna win me the game because I'm gonna bring out mm-hmm. I'm gonna sacrifice all these tokens and to just win the game,
0: yep, and I'm gonna bring all my non token stuff back, and how many things did I sacrifice Uh, four black creatures, five green, okay, I'll just net two life. you guys sacrifice four creatures each,
1: right, and then and then how do you come back from that?
0: Yep, love it, all right. Well, what's your second Hoppy
1: card? You made mention of this. We are going all in on the green and black pest and insects. So in my opinion, pest infestation is going to do it's everything. So with it's, it's so, so it's, it's so good. Double black and green, uh, sorry, double X and green for sorcery. Destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments. Create twice X one and one black and green pest creature tokens with when this creature dies, you gain one life. We're just going to say pest creature tokens because we know what they do. The best part about this card is that they worded it up to artifacts and enchantments, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't like, okay, I already cleared the board four times. There's no one else. I have 17 mana. All right. Here's all my pests. I have my, I have my, I have Savra out and I have a a sacrifice outlet. Is anyone interested in even trying to continue playing the game? No. Are you, are you playing a soul slinger deck? No, no, no. Great. All right. So I'm just going to win over time. Just completely blockers. I mean, this card absolutely is worth every cent of its $7 price tag and change as a board wipe, as a creature, as a creature generator, completely across the board
0: this is how I think they should design double X cards in the future. So guys, if you're yeah. not familiar. Like the whole double X thing means that you, every two mana you put in, you get one X is essentially the way it works. And so I love it because if you put in 10, you get to destroy five target artifacts or enchantments, but because they do the twice, you, whatever mana you dump into it, minus the green, you get that many pests. And usually people oh. have a real feel bad. No. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, I got to pay six to get three tokens. That's awful. But it's no, right. you put in six to destroy three target artifacts and enchantments and then get uh, six tokens. That's awesome.
1: And on top of that, like, it's like the, like, people say the Secure of the Waste is good. It's like, okay, great. You get, this is Secure the Waste plus, right? You have no yeah. downside for running this to create those creatures.
0: Absolutely. Um, and this card, I guarantee will not be getting any cheaper. No, no, no chance. All right. Next one, Bontu, the Glorified. Oh, two colorless really? black, legendary creature, God, four, six, mythic, menace, indestructible, can't attack or block unless a creature died under my control this turn. But here's why I wanted it in here. Colorless black, sack another creature, scry one, oh. each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So I have sacrifice on a stick. It allows me to activate Bantu that uses a blocker. It's awesome having a four, six indestructible blocker. Um, each opponent loses a life. I get to gain a life and I get to scry one and it triggers my sacrifice thing. So then I'm going to make everyone else sacrifice or I'm going to gain two life. So much work is happening on this card. I love,
1: I love this card. Like I tried to run it as my title leader's commander. It sucked. I tried to run it as my normal leader's commander. It sucked. But again, like you said, the two, like, I think the big argument people have against this card is you have to pay for it every time. But in this deck, it's like, who cares, right? Like this is the win con. Like you can't attack me. If you don't have a Comet Storm, you're effed. So I'm just going to burn you out of the game over four turns because I have all the mana because I'm playing Golgari. Yep. Amazing. Yep.
0: Big yeah, fan. and I, I like it because it is instant speed control. So if my opponent's yes. try to do some sort of trickery thing during combat, okay, I, I have this guy that is indestructible. I think that's the big thing because your opponents can, you know, shatter an Ashnod's altar, a Phyrexian oh, altar. Oh, sure, yep. Yeah. to the Glorified, they got to exile him. Right. Or and negative counters, ar- and- I guess. Yeah. absolutely absolutely all right give us your final hoppy
1: what if i told you that there was a card that not only is a green black insect but is also, also a planeswalker you... yeah <laughs> damn it do you have this
0: one too <laughs> no of course not
1: what are you thought this is like the, another great card in the deck gris the hunger Tide, colorless black green uh for legendary planeswalker gris with loyalty three it's around six dollars as long as it's, it's, it's not on the battlefield, it's a 1-1 one, one, uh, insect creature in addition to its other types, everything nails it. Plus one, create a plus one green and black insect creature token, then mill a card. If an insect card is milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Griss and repeat this process. Maybe, depending on how you build the deck. Minus two, sack a creature. When you do, destroy a target creature or planeswalker. Minus five, each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Minus five is nice to have, right? If you're building it with 20 creatures doesn't really matter. What matters yeah. is you're creating a Sacrifice of Fodder. It's like we talk about almost every other turn. You're creating something, sacrificing something. Creating something, creating something, sacrificing
0: something. Yep. It's completely it's bonkers. Do you think on the same... Should I put frailies in this deck? Plus one, I make an Elf. Minus one, I, I destroy a Target Artifact Enchantment. I, there, f- the other one I had was like the, the
1: Vraska Golgari, where it's like plus one. I saw that sac- one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like that, I think. I think all three of those are probably on the board. I think Fraley's works best if you're trying to go into the token strategy of it, right? And if you mm-hmm. are, if that's a, if you're like, okay, I'm actually care way more about tokens. Lease is going to get you more, way more ground if we're doing the parallel lives, the doubling season, that sort of thing, and that's how you're going to eke out the value. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I still think she's good. She was kind of on the list for me a little bit, but I think of all three okay. of those. Of all three of those, I think Gris gives the most value across the board.
0: Gris does give the most value. I just always, whenever I think of the plus, minus, back and forth of Planeswalker, Frey oh, sure. always yeah. comes up because it's literally no downside to do it. Right. Um, but I like this. I mean, it gives me a sacrifice, and now I can kill a Planeswalker or, oh, that's so... And okay, you also so sacrifice... How
1: this... it's... You sacrifice but a how creature do you, How
0: too. does that stack? Minus two. Oh no, so I would have to destroy the target creature before they sacrifice. So that's kind of cool. I can kind of choose, okay, I think they would go for this one because maybe it has this effect, so I'd blow that up. Because her effect would, because that's part of the activation. Yeah, I'd have to sacrifice, I'd have to complete that before I'd get to uh, Savra's ability, right? <sighs> Rules, lawyers, come at us. <sighs> Layers.
1: Yeah, I, I can't, I don't know. I, I can't...
0: Move it, move it on! I <laughs> like the card. To... Uh, I, I don't know if it's worth six bucks. I know it's just because it's in Modern Horizons 2. Yeah. That's why it's so expensive. So it's like, I think if I could try to find one for like four, I think I'd be willing to yeah. do that. Because I genuinely don't know what deck I would put this in if it didn't work out here. It's kind point. of like where I'm at. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I like it. And it's, it's cool because it is a insect in the graveyard. So when I, hey, bring your creatures back, I can bring this back. So I kind of like it. that.
1: I, I think I think it's I think he's a, I think he's a big boy
0: and I like him. All right. Well, here is the thickness, the Eradicator, the Eradicator Valkyrie, uh, two colorless black black creature, Angel Berserker four three mythic, flying Life Link oh, from yeah. walkers boast colorless black, sacrifice a creature. Each opponent sacrifices a creature Jesus. or a planeswalker. Jesus. So y'all got to sacrifice two things, and I just sacrifice one thing. Let's go. Yep. God
1: And boast. You can do it over and over.
0: Lifelink, too. Ugh. Ugh. It's so good. Yep. And it comes in at a cool $1.72. So very, very affordable.
1: Can't be that.
0: No, sir. You cannot. All right, guys. Well, that's so, going to wrap up the board state and hot profile. Now we're going to head over to how the deck wins in yeast. All right. So to kick off the yeast package, I'm going to start also with a very boring card, Tuck. But it's a boring card that fits beautifully in this deck. We've talked a lot about tokens. And uh-huh. I think we can all recognize if your opponent's kind of like Tuck you were talking about with uh, your deck. If they, they don't have creatures, like oh. how am I making this work? Well, combat damage is the easiest way to win. So Eldrazi Monument does everything <laughs> I need. <laughs> Five yeah, colorless <laughs> artifact. Mythic. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Have flying and indestructible. At the beginning of your upkeep, sack a creature. If you can't, sacrifice Eldrazi Monument. It's pretty easy. Who, would fa- and- who, who could possibly care about sacrificing a creature, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you get it for about $11. So How many I think decks- this is a... How many decks... Okay, two, two-part questions. How many decks do you
1: have this in? And also, how many decks have we, have we together said that this is good in?
0: I maybe have two of these tops. but at, I really don't enti- play this card a lot. The entirety of the show, of all the decks we've built, I would say we've at least mentioned this at least 10 times. Oh well, but think about it. 139 episodes, only mentioning it ten times. That's like oh. a six percent rate, seven percent rate. Yeah, that's, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I, I, also- I think if you're swiping on a dating app and you're only matching six percent of the time, you have a gun in your mouth. Ooh, edit that out. I was gonna
1: say, did you have you see? Did you did you get that because you saw me uh, by myself last weekend, or how did
0: you? How did- <laughs> jesus uh but no i think this card is absolutely fantastic there's literally in my opinion no real reason i shouldn't have it in here um unless someone was going to tell me hey that card slot should be used for this because everything else was so perfectly tuned because i think this is good as the 98th 99 card in the deck because it's like ah Well, if I got to hit someone in the face, at least I got a way to do it.
1: You got a way to do it easily. And like the sacrifice thing is like no downside, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tuck. So I have kind of a different, I have a similar idea, just slightly different. So I don't, this card is like probably the 105th card in the deck, but it seems like really interesting. So I want to talk about Blight Mound. So two colors and a black for an enchantment. Attacking pests you control get plus one plus zero and have menace. But hear me out. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, create a one in one black and green pest creature token with when well with a pest token and it's fifty five cents. So I I really I feel like if you're trying to make this deck into something that's a little more fun for you, you this is something you say to me all the time, right? Like something a little more fun. I say we're going in on pests, right? Like, we are going to generate all the cards we can, all 10 of them that are going to generate pests, and then the rest of them is going to support them, right? So, if we are playing that game, I think this is very strong, right? The the token creature, the non-token creatures that we're sacrificing are going to be able to come back. Um, They're going to be able to be recursion. We're going to be able to sacrifice them multiple times a turn, potentially. And then now, eventually, you have this big pest army that has menace and can start swinging in the red zone into car into like one or two creatures after all the sacrifices go through. So a little bit crazy, a little bit wild, maybe a little bit
0: of a spice, but I have other things to talk about in that thing. This is a spice. Only because of this. We've talked about how important tokens are going to be to this deck. So right. that whenever a non-token creature you control dies, I would say this is a spice if I'm at 20 or less. If I'm at 25 I think that's like the bare minimum to where it's like, okay, I feel good about this being in the deck because here's going to be the challenge. It's like we talked about, like how many different directions are you going? We really haven't talked about recursion that much (laughs) yeah. other than like a couple cards that have kind of do it, but they're more there to like do the sacrifice effect. right? right, So that's a little bit of where I would kind of maybe overthink it, underthink it. I don't know how you want to phrase it, but it's like, How much recursion do I need in here, or how many non-tokens do I need in here to make the bottom effect not just be a "uh"? If it happens, it happens.
1: But to be fair, this does go. This does can go infinite with Nether Trader, right? (laughs) Damn it! I'm sold. (laughs) Oh, you. Oh, you will be. Oh, you will be.
0: You will be. Here's another kind of. All right, what we got? Boring card, kind of boring. I'm getting a couple of these out of the way. Of One, way. We, don't, we don't hear about it a lot, though. Uh, this guy has only been printed once. 28 bucks. He's a traitor of the vampires. Calatus, traitor of Get. Oh, sure. Two colorless, black, black, legendary creature, vampire, warrior, mythic, three, four. See, it's like boring, but you don't hear about it a ton. Um, It's like the weird thing.
1: <laughs> $28? Jeez. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Lifelink. If a non-token creature, an opponent controls would die. So that's why I'm okay with this mm-hmm. one. Instead, right, exile yeah. that card and put a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. I love that. Yeah, that's Two really colorless strong. black, sack another vampire or zombie, and put two plus one plus one counters on Keletus Trader of Get. I don't think I would ever proactively use that effect because three mana is a lot for the sacrifice, you know. Two mana is, like, you know, we were just talking about Bantu. Like, people complain about the two mana. Oh, it's, like it's now we're so costly. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do think the non-token creature getting exiled piece is so, so big. If I can, like, this- okay, I'm going to sacrifice four squirrels. Or sorry, four pests. I make my opponent sacrifice four permits. It doesn't matter if I'm playing a token player. They're probably gonna have to sacrifice a non-token right. thing, and that's gonna get me a zombie token. That's gonna continue all of these trends that we have. Totally.
1: Yeah, I think I mean like, and again, okay, so Sabra costs 15, right? What or whatever arbitrary amount. You are playing Golgari, you will have the mana generated from Ashlands or otherwise. All right, cool. Well, I'm gonna play Calatus Trader again. You don't have anything on your board. Great, pass. All the rubles gone. All right, great. I'm gonna spend all my mana and sacrifice everything I have. All the zombies that I've gotten from this. Now he's fifteen. Right. So now mm-hmm. I'm back up to forty five. And now what? Now I can cast. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. I think that's why he's, he's so he's cost so much. Do you have a copy of this? You
0: don't. I, think do I got you? a couple. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you open them? No, I bought them years ago. Oh, for what? uh i mean you got to remember this came out in oath i just started playing within like a oh, year true. year and a half yeah 2016 yeah yeah because i think you got me into it 2016 2015 so i mean i think this is in my uh, shirai deck i think this is in my yeah. carador deck oh it yeah might be in my rakdos turns and burns deck i mean i have a few of them floating around
1: the, do you want to let this this card is that as actually that expensive
0: modern Edgar Makarov. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, just, it's insanely. It's insanely good in that. Flipping vampires. Uh, All right, Tuck. Okay. Give us your next yeast. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna do another quick one.
1: We're talking about tokens. I know you're not trying to swing, right? But.
0: Well, no, I'm faithful what, to my fiance. Oh we damn it! Hit
1: it! Did it. We hit, did hit it!
0: No! 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 Did the wrong no, one? No, there it is!
1: We do it one more time in Bang. Uh, okay so um i feel that there are cards in here that are gonna make your creatures however many you have very very strong and the one that's gonna do the easiest is mazarek karul death priest (laughs) okay yeah three colorless black and green for legendary creature insect shaman with flying it's a two two if you can sense the theme Whenever a player sacrifices another permanent, put a one-one counter on each creature you control. Blowout,
0: any way you cut it, right? Like, oh god, I sacrifice. I do one activation. I get to put four plus one plus one counters on all my creatures one time, and
1: that's not even talking about the things we're talking about about sacrificing our own tokens. It's a permanent, right? The, the reason why this card is stupid is because of two th- of two words: a player, another permanent. That's it. You ha- you ha- you have uh, what we were we talking about earlier? I have to look it back up. But like you have, um you know, all these squirrels, right? Oh yeah, Chatterfang. squirrels. Yeah, so cool. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna pay bl- one black. This is no other cards, right? Twenty squirrels and Chatterfang and cause- and the priest. I'm gonna pay one black and sacrifice five of them. Now what? Like how do you like, yeah. how do you beat that? Right. <laughs>
0: And then I got Eldrazi Monument, and you can't handle me. The best. And the best part is it's each creature, including himself,
1: and he has flying.
0: Yeah, but I do like the fact that they did do another permanent instead of a permanent because oh, sure, you could have yeah. like I'm sure people would try to loop Mazarek plus one counters, uh, Woodfall Primus type shenanigans. Yeah, that sort of um, that sort of rules. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, this is a slam dunk. I don't think I have one of these. So I'm glad that they're only about five bucks. Yeah. Easy, easy buy an easy buy. All right. Bring us home. What's your last one? All right. This is a card that annoyed the hell out of me in arena. (laughs) Oh, I love these stories. Uh, He's a fairy rogue. That's just a dick. And he's from that trash set that we both hate. Wait,
1: Rankles? We're getting Rankles? Oh, Rankle,
0: Master of Pranks. (laughs) Yes! Two colorless, black, black, mythic, 3-3, legendary creature, fairy rogue. It has flying and haste. Oh, boy. Whenever Rankle deals combat damage to a player, choose any number. Each player discards a card. Each player loses one life and draws a card. Each player sacrifices a creature. I'm sorry, it'll always be the third option. It's just every, it's all three of them, isn't it? (laughs) Like, you have no lot. Well, um, lose one life, draw a card. Well, it's each player. So then it's like, do I want to give my opponents a card? I I feel like in this deck, it's always one and three, right? I don't think I'm doing one for myself because I, so? and once again, we, we're, we're just theory crafting. So I don't know what the other 80 cards are going to look like. Right. Like how much graveyard recursion am I actually going to have? How ah. flooded in mana am I actually going to have? So I think it's something that I'll keep an eye on. Or if I see maybe if one of my opponents only has two cards, it's like, okay, I'll just go and do the discard a card and I'll lose it. But it's because I took out 50% of their hand.
1: Right, right, um, right. But
0: yeah, I just like that as each player sacrifices a creature, gives me that sack yeah. outlet you guys all sack and then i'm gonna pay two life you're gonna do it again over, over and over and over again right yeah like there's he's gonna be able to attack someone right like and flying haste evasion yeah. and he comes out of nowhere literally out of nowhere and that's what i hated about him on arena <laughs> Wait, so i know you don't talk about arena a lot
1: this, this is what there was two cars in arena that you so hated. so annoying it was, so one, it was this one. There was this one. There's another one too.
0: What was the other one? Uh, I mean, four color Omnath sucked on Arena. Yeah. <laughs> that was annoying as hell. Uh, that other, the Elemental, that like it comes in and you like kind of look at your top. Oh, thing, the, I
1: think, yeah, like the a, it's the like a Cynic om- card. Y- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like that one was annoying as hell. Um, I just, I'm so glad. It's weird. I think I still have a read on my phone. I've never logged in
1: i i have now started collecting like because when you buy pre-release kits you get arena oh, codes, codes so i just get those just to open them but i had i had at the beginning of the year i had very big ideas of becoming uh C M D tower arena streamer and then i started playing rugby so what are you gonna
0: do <laughs> flame dunk though i like this one all right well get bring us home with your final yeast card but i got it? 3 combo we did it and you're gonna be so
1: happy I, okay. this I know Ashton's Altar is one of them. Ash's. Altar, well, so technically, your commander is one of them. Oh, okay. So, but we didn't talk about it. Altar is the other one. And then we got a little card called Trudge Garden. So, two colors and a green, which is whenever you gain life, you may pay two. If you do, create a 4-4 four, four green fungus beast creature token with trample.
0: So. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. Do I do see. I, what you're doing do you do we even need to explain the third card? Do you got this? Well, just with my commander or is there another card on top of my commander?
1: There's another card on top of the commander. Oh my
0: god. Okay, what's that? Well, why don't you explain the combo to everyone else, Mr. Combo? Well, so Ashon's Altar, you'll um generate two colorless mana if you sacrifice a green creature, you gain two life. So then you pay the two colorless. You'll make a 4-4 four four Green Fungus Beast creature token with Trample. You then sacrifice that to Ashon's Altar. That gains you two life. That nets you two mana. You make another 4-4. Four four. So you get infinite two life chunks. Well, and you also get infinite what? Enter the battle. Are you doing Are you doing it? Oh, yeah. I, I just need to hear you say it. I always say it. I always say it. <laughs> Happy birthday. Do it. Do never it. never, never
1: tell me i never do anything for you. And then you throw in a little Alter of the Brood, and the game <gasps> is over. Oh, the, the Brood!
0: You, I you spent
1: so much time trying to figure out how to shoehorn intruder alarm into all of my crafts. I thought I could at least do you the goddamn <laughs> common courtesy of adding it in. That's it. Done. Alter of the Brood. Nailed it well, again.
0: You know what else works? Uh, in addition to Alter the Brood... I mean, it depends on how I'm trying. If I'm really just this is my line, I think I put in uh, Aetherflux Reservoir. Oh sure, Infinite Life. I just fifty dome people. Is that
1: is Aether is Aetherflux cast a spell? What is that? I was. It's cast a spell, but it's still just pay fifty life. This gets me infinite. You're gaining infinite life. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not how you do things, right? (laughs) Like I, I just gave you. I guarantee or uh, Alter of the Brutes already in the deck because you care Ooh, about milling. That's hot. that's hot. Am I wrong? Are you happy? I was, I was I'm really very happy about happy.
0: that one. All right, guys, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm about to make you very upset <laughs> in spices. Well, let's get to it, guys. That's going to wrap up the yeast package, and now we're going to head over to the spice. I guess Big Tuck ruined my night? Well, listen... <clears throat> It's a card that you can get for such a
1: pittance of mana and such a pittance of price. That's just going kind to of generate value over and over and over again, especially when you sack those every turn. And we've talked about we've talked about this in the past, but in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of range potential use for. Don't say spore frog. No. Oh no. 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 Okay. This is, no. Even worse. Come on. Dreadhorde invasion, let's go. Oh my god, <laughs> why do you do this to me? Cost of black the black for an enchantment. The beginning upkeep, you lose one life in a mass one. Whatever zombie token you control with power six or greater attacks gains, lifelink until end turn. Fifty-six cents, twenty-six cents, done.
0: Now I will say this. The uh I mean, I, I am making zombie tokens. So that's nice. But wouldn't I still rather just have bitter blossom? do you in own the a deck? bitter blossom, sir? Yeah, I have the secret layer. Do you have it in a deck? I don't think so. I might have even gotten rid of it because I didn't want it, <laughs> but why not two bitter blossoms <laughs> in the
1: same deck with no with no with minimal difference in real- in reality, like I said, if you want to go this this card is in the spice a because I wanted to make you upset, so nailed it, and then b it's like. It goes back to the token non token yeah. argument, right? If you want to run the tokens and like you just want something that's just going to generate over time, or time, over time, this card's a slam. This card is still kind of yeasty because Blitter Blossom's better. But if you're trying to do the creature form of
0: this, this one's maybe not so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think with your Mazarek, I do think the zombie token power six or greater could actually trigger. Oh, and sure, like how yeah. nice would that be to like swing with like eight? six or greater, but they all just have lifelink and I'm just looking to gain life.
1: Yeah, that absolutely. could be
0: awesome. Um, so it's a fine pick. For do you feel, okay. Do you fine feel like, spice. do you feel like we finally hacked the deck that you could might be able to put dread horde invasion in? Maybe I'll have to see how many if things op- are making zombie tokens. If I have, ah. I'll say this. If I have six or seven ways to make zombie tokens throughout the deck, including dread horde invasion, I think it lives in the deck. Yeah, yes, very exciting. All right, now are you ready for? A I card? got one more as well, but I'm gonna I'll do that after you. Okay, it's only been printed once in oh eleven. Boy. Uh, Ten bucks. It costs six. Black, 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 and it's a nine nine. It's nines all around.
1: Demon uh,
0: of Death's Gate. What creature? Demon flying trample nine nine. But here's why we want it. You may pay six oh my life and sacrifice three black creatures rather than pay Demon of Death Gate's mana cost. <laughs> so if I get, let's go hypothetical here, Tuck. Turn two, Dreadhorde invasion. <laughs> turn three, it makes a zombie token. Turn four, I get my commander out. Turn five, I make another zombie token. So I, I, got, I got my zombie tokens out. You know, from which way I do it, we'll just figure However it out. However, you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So turn five, Sacrifice the three tokens, pay six life. Oh, sorry. I'm going to pay 12 life, make all of my opponents sacrifice three creatures each, and I get a nine, nine flying trample to the battlefield. That to me is a spice because it does what my deck wants, but it's like, it's taken over 25% of my life to do it. Starting life total to do it.
1: Yes. And this is really good. This is a great pick. This is a great pick because... It goes like, so I think it was back to the same idea of like, I, I honestly think that you're underselling this card a little bit, right? Oh, because it's because at some point, six life to you isn't going to matter. Like we have all these. black, three, we, have, <laughs> we have all these black and green creature tokens that you've amassed. Right. So mm-hmm. if you have a commander out, and you sack, you pay, you sack three of them. It's free, right? Sure. You're only six life for the sacrifice effect
0: this is hot no this is this is hot this is <laughs> this is hot I, th- this is- I think the only way it would take it from a spice to a yeast is if it either had i know this is an older card so get over it sure. uh ward hexproof haste oh. uh Anything, protection yeah. from white. if it had some sort of evasion like protection evasion then i think this thing would be a legit yeast in the deck um, yeah. or if it had like you can activate this from the graveyard then or, that would or, also be yeah. a yeast
1: i think haste would be like really strong right like isn't it funny that now like <laughs> this card back in 2011 was probably like unbeatable right yeah like someone casts this you're like well i guess i just scoop up and now we're like well it could be it could just be better right like a nine nine <laughs> with flying and trample for effectively free doesn't yeah. quite get in the red zone
0: Yeah, the only thing I am curious on, I don't, I think I know what you're going to answer, but do you think I'm risking anything with it being black creatures specific that I have to sacrifice? Do you think I'm ever going to be at a point where it's like, I cannot do this? I don't think
1: so. Like, the fact of the matter is like insects, the insects cards we're putting in here are black and green. You're creating zombies. Like, I I think that's, I think that's way too far of an edge case. But do you want to know what is an edge case? Give me your rim case. Ren case okay, just in case we do put in enough of these off color and bizarre creatures into here. Oh, okay, perhaps, perhaps, Blex Vexing Pest could make a difference. Two colors in the green for legendary creature pests, it's the three two. Other pests, (laughs) bats, insects, snakes, and spiders you control get plus one, plus one. When it dies, you get plus four, plus four, and it has a backside. Search for blacks. Two colors, black, black. Look at the top five cards of the library. You may put any of them in your hand and the rest in your graveyard. You lose three life for each <gasps> card you put in your hand this way. Oh my God. Now, listen, I'm not saying this card's good.
0: I would even I go, mean, I, would, I would even say this card's not great. I feel like you're telling me I need to actually not build Savra and I need to build blacks. <laughs> just have a pest deck. Look, I'm just saying. It, it, I, 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 can, <laughs> I didn't even put in any bats cards. There's like four of them, I
1: think. <laughs> but I will say that uh, all I will say is this is that pests insects. pests and insects, a lot of them are both colored right? that we want. Snakes, like from your Ophiomances of the world, are mm-hmm. black. You get the sacrifice trigger. And eventually, you're going to have enough of them that maybe you can swing in. Who's to say? Not
0: me. And that's why it's my spice pick. I put two <laughs> cards in here that I knew would eventually upset you. Uh, the only thing I have to say on this card is it is kind of good as long as I run that Arachna um fog deal oh god where i Uh, get like the amount of yeah where i get the one two uh spiders for each a creature attacking that'd be a blowout is that a blow that has to be a blowout right so what so let me ask you this what what card is
1: sweatier this or Dreadhorde invasion this it has to be this right
0: yeah yeah it's by far this not 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 even even i mean the only other thing that i would argue is probably sweatier is uh trying to remember blight mound blight mound oh
1: blight mound is awfully sweaty uh so
0: i I would put blight mound and blex vexing pest on the same sweaty level where they are at the end of the episode and thanks guys for making it and uh, we'd love for you to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to us. Um, and also make sure you go follow our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, uh, get those alerts for when we uh, are going to start uploading our Twitch streams. And also you can subscribe to us on Twitch. But if you'd like to get a hold of us and maybe ask questions about the thought process of the deck, here's how you can do that. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Mr. number five, all spelled out, except for the five. Big Tuck. Uh, okay. I'm going to say nobody had a birthday that you uh, wished. But did anyone have a beer that they tried that you're like, "Hey, way to have that beer
1: damn it that that is good um so in so far as we've retired the voices bit, I've also retired the birthday bit um <laughs> but i will s I will say this you can you can still find me at uh big tuck's t- what is actually my Twitter handle? I think, think big it's big tuck, tuck Tweet- tweeting at big tuck tweeting, yeah at big tuck tweeting. And I will also say this: I will be at uh, Command Fest in Richmond, Virginia. So if anyone is there, give me a holler; we can uh, we can jam.
0: There you go. And yeah, if you guys want uh Tuck to sign your play mat with his illegible oh, signature, I- I'm sure he'd be happy to do that as well.
1: No, I got, I got, I took, I took your, uh, I took your uh, constructive criticism, and I have my new signature. That's like the BT with the heart. I got it. There I got you it. go.
0: I nice. got it. You guys can reach our main account at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. It's also a great spot to get most of our updates. Um, You'll be able to find uh, the cards that we talked about today at cmdtower.com slash bnbe139. Also, we do have that amazing Patreon. So if you guys want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash tower. Lots of different tiers for budgets of all shapes and sizes. We really do embrace our community for all the support you guys give us because honestly we wouldn't be able to have been on this long without you guys helping out so definitely if you like the content you want us to keep improving it uh please join our patreon now if you have already joined and you want to keep growing that collective because you want the content to keep improving um refer friends family frenemies maybe your own day two in your play group, uh, have them join. And when they do have them message our, uh, you know, account and let us know who referred them. We will hook you up with some free swag just for doing so. Now we do have a store. Hopefully it's not under attack by the Russian cosmonauts in the 60s, uh, but cmdtower.com slash merch. That's where you can get our foil play match and get sweaters. Uh, You can get our, Metal tokens, coins, all the accoutrement. Uh, we will also be hopefully getting our store set up on eBay and on Etsy. So if that's a little easier for you, um, or you're just searching for magic uh, products, we'll hopefully be able to find us on there as well. And we would be just shameful if we didn't talk about AbyssProxyShop.com. If you use code CMD Tower, please, people, stop calling it Command Tower. It's not <coughs> CMD Tower. It's been three years. CMD Charlie Malthus Davis Tower. Uh, but they're an awesome store. Uh, they That's where I personally get all my playtest cards or proxies, however you want to call them. But they're even going to do a little giveaway with us. So me and Tucker are going to brainstorm some cool ideas. And be sure to check out at CMD Tower on Twitter to see that giveaway. Uh, but seriously, guys, every order you do with them does directly help our channel. And the, it's like 3 to $6, depending if you want non-foil to foil. And there are thousands of pieces of art. And we do this every week. Tuck, what's the cart? 93. Damn it. <laughs> Not yet, sir. We, we need what? Four? We need uh, three I more cards. I I
1: need three more, maybe, depending on, the, depending
0: on the discounts that we put in. Yeah. So close. So close. So close. Now, guys, you are here for a theorycraft. Savra, the Queen of Solitaire. Now, Tuck, do you feel like we accomplished the Solitaire portion? absolutely um
1: I, I like i said this is this is the mr combo deck through and through i think like regardless of how we came across it i think this is still going to be a slam dunk deck for you um i i have played against like i said i played against in the past it's very difficult uh especially for me that runs a lot of creatures and doesn't like to think and just likes to turn things sideways <laughs> so I, i'm more interested in hearing do you feel like you can turn? Do you feel like you can turn
0: your Hydra deck into this like relatively easily? Well, I would say this: that Pelucranos deck does have the. Uh, I'm going to say forty. No, nah, that's a little high. Let's call it twenty to twenty five standards in Golgari. So your so use of start, the World, yeah. Shockland, uh, probably the the mana rocks that I need. um... I think I have, like, Shieldred in there. That's a pretty standard Golgari-type card. Um, I probably have, like, Poison Tip Archer in there. That's a pretty standard card. So I think I have a lot of the basics in there. I think what I'm going to end up having to do is just fluff it up with the more Savra-specific stuff. Like, you know, no way I have... (laughs) Tenacious Underdog, Killer Service, Nether Trader, Champion of Stray Souls. I I got none of that stuff. So there are going to be cards that I am going to have to acquire in here. Um, But I think I could probably build this thing for $50 to $75. And I mean, I even got that Urza's uh, Saga sneak attack that I had to get for the partner non-partner. Maybe I could find someone that'll just trade me. Like the... 10 15 cards i need for just that because i think that card alone is like 40 50 bucks so you're not
1: you're not holding
0: on to that come on no i have no use for sneak attack i have no interest in sneak attack it's a boring card for me what a blowout what What a blowout blowout. well guys thanks for tuning in and as always be greasy grease it (laughs) oh